The Arizona Cardinals were awarded four trips to the Pro Bowl. Was Kyler Murray the right selection, or was he getting the nod over somebody who was received probably one of the biggest snubs of the Pro Bowl season? Also, there's seven Pro Bowlers coming in to face the Arizona Cardinals. How they can beat the very talent-rich Indianapolis Colts on Christmas night. We're giving our full game preview. How the Arizona Cardinals can pull it off and get back on track. It's Bo, it's Alex, it's Lockdown Cardinals. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea. It's the Locked On Cardinals podcast. This episode is brought to you by our friends over at On Location. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It's the only place you can score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information. Or just search Super Bowl 56 On Location in your search browser. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, hanging out with you uh, the day before the Arizona Cardinals take on one of the hottest teams in the NFL, the Indianapolis Colts. I highly recommend you check out our crossover podcast that we did with Evan Sidery. He broke down this hot team that could essentially have won their last 11 games, but they have it. They're eight and six on the season, and uh, they're surging behind the legs of Jonathan Taylor. We kind of dive into how can the Cardinals slow down Jonathan Taylor. We're going to continue that conversation. Also, what is the path to victory? It's pretty simple. Right, we'll get into what that might be. Uh, Alex, the Arizona Cardinals four Pro Bowl selections. Kyler Murray now remains the lone first round pick under Steve Kime, who's been in the GM position for the Arizona Cardinals since 2013. So all those first round picks that he's made, Kyler Murray remains the only one to have a Pro Bowl nomination. His second of his career. To me, that remains a problem. Yeah. It remains a problem, and, and the reason why it kind of come into light now, Bo Brock, is because the Indianapolis Colts are the antithesis of that. Their team is made up of players that they've drafted. Sure, not Carson Wentz and not Phillip Rivers from last year, but the majority of their impact players were drafted by the Indianapolis Colts. And not only does that build camaraderie and cohesion over the years when you're playing with the same guys because you were drafted from the same team, but also... It's inexpensive employment that allows you to give Phillip Rivers $25 million for one year when your quarterback uh, room wasn't shorn up. It allows you to make liberties like trade for DeForest Buckner, give away the 13th overall pick to San Francisco, and look how well that's played off when DeForest Buckner was making a lot of money. It's the haves and the have-nots. It's always been the Colts at the top and the Cardinals at the bottom when it comes to draft capital utilized on the field and not just one year, two year, three year, and done, go to a different team. I, I think that the Colts are like the perfect bizarro Cardinals. I mean, the, blue versus red, good drafting versus, uh, you know, uh, throwing darts at a board and seeing what comes up and what hits. Uh, it, starting the season strong versus struggling to start out of the gates, and then now trending in the right direction like the Colts are and the Arizona Cardinals are struggling. Arizona Cardinals, four Pro Bowl starters. Buda Baker, James Conner, Chandler Jones, and Kyler Murray. Two of those guys, half of them were drafted by the Arizona Cardinals. The other guys, James Conner, good offseason addition on a one-year deal. Chandler Jones, of course, we know 
uh, that uh, for, it was highway robbery of Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots before the 2016 season. So good job on Steve Kime there. Uh, you look at a couple of guys who are going to be alternates, Zach Ertz, who was acquired via trade, Marcus Golden, who was uh, he was a, a originally drafted by the Cardinals. They let him walk. He went to New York and then reacquired via free uh, through trade. Max Garcia, good nod there for Max Garcia, who they re-signed this offseason, DeAndre Hopkins. I think that's kind of a career achievement, uh, kind of honor there. This kind of had a down season statistically, missed some games with a hamstring injury, and of course isn't going to finish the season, at least the regular season, on the playing field. Rodney Hudson, that proves to be a good addition. DJ Humphreys, if he does make the team as an alternate, would be the second first-round pick that Steve Kime has drafted to make a Pro Bowl. Punter Andy Lee, who's going to be out, uh, tested positive. He's on the COVID-19 reserve list, so the Arizona Cardinals will be without uh, their starting punter on Saturday. Byron Murphy Jr. just continues to show that he's a CB1 in this league. And then Matt Prater was also an alternate. So you look at this, I mean, Ertz acquisition midseason, Rodney Hudson offseason acquisition, and then uh, Matt Prater Prater was also an offseason acquisition, re-signed Marcus Golden, re-signed Max Garcia. I mean, it's just proving that Steve Kime had a really successful offseason despite us knocking him for not having, you know, Pro Bowl caliber first-round picks. Yeah, uh, this is the more expensive option, <laughs> yeah. and it's and it's the more like uh, things have to go right more quickly option because you have no control over the player's contract wise when this happens, or you have less control and you're paying more money. And you traded for DeAndre Hopkins, you gave him the world, and he hasn't been healthy this year, and he's been you know below what we were used to seeing from DeAndre Hopkins. So yeah, this is the playing with fire way. This is the no safety net way, and if it works out great, um, and it has so far this year. But when you look at the projection for the future, and you have to give him credit for Buda Baker, definitely, even though he's a second-round pick, traded up to get him. Uh, Byron Murphy, top of the second round. I'm still in the camp that they would have drafted Nikhil Harry if he was there to go alongside Kyler Murray. You can say what you want about your sources. I don't believe you. But they ended up taking Byron Murphy, and that seemed to have worked out. Um, but, yeah, all in all, it's, it's backpedaling, hoping you can gain your footing instead of having a strong foundation for the future when you have good scouting, you believe in the people you draft and you implement them and you see them flourish in the same jersey for years to come. Right. And it, and, it, and it goes to show that, you know, as, as encouraging of a season that Isaiah Simmons had, he's still not going to re- – he hasn't received the notoriety. He hasn't raised enough eyebrows or opened enough eyes to to get the recognition. And I, and I think that that is important uh, he's still not there. He's not a Pro Bowl caliber player. It's nice to see him take a step forward and that he's an, you know, an every down linebacker for the Arizona Cardinals, but still has uh, ways and, and room for improvement. Zayvon Collins, your most recent first-round pick, very disappointing. Uh, and if, if you look at the Arizona Cardinals right now, as they struggle, I mean, you would say, how, how nice would it be to have a young athletic linebacker in there, especially with where they struggle uh, on defense, and that's against the run. I mean, it, we thought he was going to be an impact maker. He has been the farthest thing from it uh, in the 2021 season. It's it's just declined, 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 and now you can barely even think about the guy as, as being an option, making an impact on game day. It, it really is unfortunate because this team, especially the way it's constructed in Kyler Murray's rookie-scale contract, you need to find – you thought that the the – the process or, or what you wanted to achieve was find an impact maker there in the first round. They didn't do that. I think the ship has sailed on that, at least year one for Zayvon Collins. 
Yeah, it has. And what we haven't seen is Greg Newsom or um, or uh, Caleb Farley really take a step forward where it's like, oh, no, there's a miss. Yeah. And what we saw from Isaiah Simmons this year is a step forward. We saw a pulse from Isaiah Simmons last year. We haven't seen that from Zayvon Collins. And I don't know if it's injury. I don't know if it's scheme. I don't know if it's otherwise. I don't know if the game's too fast for him. But what we've seen so far this year is that was a miss in 16. So far, yeah. one year, not fair. Rookie hasn't played a whole lot of that inside linebacker. And he hasn't doesn't have like a strong guy in his corner with Isaiah Simmons to rely upon to cover for him when he's still a rookie. It's just the middle of the field has been a problem and the run game has been a problem from the second level. And it's not to say it's not going to get better, but you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it's a miss through one year. Yeah, it is. It is. We're going to have our full predictions here as far as uh, what we think is going to happen between the Arizona Cardinals and the Indianapolis Colts on Christmas night. And uh, you know, who are offensive defensive players of the game can be for the Arizona Cardinals. If, if things go right for them or, you know, even in a, in a loss and a setback, you know, who could shine for the Arizona Cardinals uh, we'll get into that, plus some updates as far as some key players for tomorrow's contest uh, between the Colts and the Cardinals. Uh, I do want to tell you about the best-tasting protein bar on the planet. Always excited to talk about Built Bar. If you're looking for those stocking stuffers, hit them up, Built.com. They've got nine amazing flavors. It's a candy bar that's that's a protein bar, and it, it tastes better than most candy bars. And all you need to do is try out for yourself. If you haven't done so, quit dragging your feet and get into the game. As far as Built Bar goes, they've always got limited time flavors that are always fun to try out. And you're not cutting any 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 corners as far as nutrition-wise. I mean, they're uh, low in fat, they're low in calories, they're low in carbs, and they're high in muscle pack and protein. That's what you want from your protein bar where it tastes way better than the rest of the protein bars on the market. Do yourself a favor. If you're going to go out there and you should buy yourself some built bars, go to built.com. Use the promo code locked 15. That's locked 15 for 15% off your order at built.com. Stat hero. Um, so Bo isn't very good at fantasy sports nor daily fantasy. So stat heroes really up his alley because what they do is they fuse the two together. So no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat here was the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house and head-to-head fantasy matchups, winner, take, all. And here's the crazy part. Stat here shows you their lineups before you play and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Sign up for free right now at StatHero.com slash LockedOn and use promo code LockedOn for a 100% deposit match. That's StatHero.com slash LockedOn using promo code LockedOn for a 100% deposit match. StatHero.com slash LockedOn, promo code LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. We're wishing you the happiest of holidays here on Lockdown Cardinals. Thank you for choosing to make Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day in 2021. We will talk to you, of course, throughout next week uh, before the end of this year and the beginning of the new year. And tomorrow, of course, we will be live for our halftime show and our post-game reaction show here on Lockdown Cardinals that the Cardinals take on the Indianapolis Colts. Now, it will see what happens. Uh, Rodney Hudson still has to pass uh, protocol to to be eligible to play against the Colts after he was in the COVID-19 reserve uh, list. And Cliff Kingsbury said if he can pass and get a, a negative test, he'll be able to play. 
Like he's not, he's not facing any mild symptoms or anything like that. If he passes the tests, he'll play. Uh, as far as James Conner, game time decision, still dealing with that ankle injury. I think he'll probably be good to go. And then you've got Rondell Moore. He's dealing with, I believe, uh, was it an ankle issue as well with Rondell Moore? He is a game time decision. Jordan Phillips out. So one of your big beefy guys in the middle of that defense He's out. He's got the knee issue, but uh, the team is—they're confident that he should be able to play at some point before the end of the regular season. So it doesn't look like it's an IR situation with Jordan Phillips, who suffered a knee injury and in their loss uh, to the Detroit Lions last week. So uh, you know, I, I think this game—it's going to be crucial that you just hope that Rodney Hudson can get that negative test, that he can get back in this lineup because. It would be a huge, huge loss for a second straight week without their, you know, Pro Bowl alternate center, who's been just, as you said, Alex, the backbone of that offensive line. Yeah, I mean, we saw it last week, you know. I mean, it's just it's Kyler Marie. I don't know if Kyler's hurt. I don't know if his ankle's still hurt, but it seems like what he was able to escape from earlier in the season, he's not able to escape from now. And that's a huge situation when Rodney Hudson is not on the field, when the interior of the offensive line isn't at full strength. I don't know what this game plan is going to look like, Bo, but it's got to be sexy. It's got to be new, and it's got to be something defenses haven't seen before. What we've seen, and I don't know why we continue to have to argue about this, when Cliff Kingsbury scripts plays, usually they don't work. I mean, it's usually the 15 scripted plays has worked, but I don't know what's something new that can come from this. Hopefully he's in the lab and trying to figure out if Rodney Hudson's out. Hopefully, like, planning for Rodney Hudson not to play so you can have the script in place to get the ball out quick and not have any uh, edge rushers unabated to the quarterback multiple times over and over again, not the penalty. Unabated to the quarterback is a penalty, right? doesn't matter. But, like, th- there needs to be a game plan that we were supposed to see in Detroit that wasn't there that would keep Kyler Murray from getting hit, get the ball out fast. Look, and we talked about this last week. I wonder if they'll line up Chase Edmonds in the slot. Like, I wonder if this is the time where all he has to do is take two steps up and and jam to the middle of the field. No defender is going to be able to stop that. So they need to be able to get some momentum early and keep it rolling against this team. Otherwise, the Cardinals, this could be a laugher. At Christmas, if Rodney Hudson's not playing, especially. Yeah, I think that Kyler Murray, hopefully he's leaned on his backup quarterback all, all week long, trying to get back on track. Uh, you know, I think that, and I've seen people, uh, it's unbelievable that people would even call for Colt McCoy to play over Kyler Murray in any circumstance. Uh, but I think as far as his value, Colt McCoy can help him with his preparation because I didn't think the the, the preparation was where it needed to be against Detroit and when you when you take a misstep like that, you have to kind of get back to neutral. You have to get back to really over-preparing and getting in there and, and being ready for what they're going to come in. And you saw that from McCoy. He was able to execute that in two out of three weeks. You'd like to see the offense kind of hum like it did with McCoy in there, but with the skill set that Kyler Murray brings each and every week. And the as far as the interior pressure, I mean, that's, that's going to be so cute. That, that's going to be so paramount as far as Rodney Hudson. And if he's not in there, you know, when you've got a guy in a Pro Bowl caliber, you know, game record that DeForest Buckner is, it's a nightmare scenario for the Arizona Cardinals because that's where their weak spot's been. That's why they can't get the running game going. When it, when 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 it's breaking down, it's different than when the edge gets after you and gets free. 
because Kyler Murray has the speed to evade that sometimes. But when it's up the middle like that, the pressure's up the gut. I mean, it's over. There's I don't no care if you react. I don't yeah. care if it's peak Madden, Michael Vick. You're not escaping that pressure. It's just not happening. And that's why, I mean, so many plays are getting blown up uh, for, for Cliff Kingsbury and crew. They just have to figure out a way. And that's, you know, that might be just closing your eyes and praying because, you know, you obviously can't add anybody at this point. You just have to execute that much. You just have to execute better. And that, and that's, you know, that's, I don't know if you can, you can rely upon that, but that's what they're facing here with, with a big challenge and taking on this, uh, this Colts defense. Uh, you got to take care of the football as well. I mean, a guy in Darius Leonard is one of the best at punching the football out in the NFL. And then you look at the other level, another pro bowler and the defensive secondary for, for, uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, they've got playmakers all over the field. Got to take care of the football and you just got to make plays. And if, if it's being kind of boring and taking what they're giving you, kind of like Colt McCoy plays the quarterback position, then take it the entire game. And then when one shot, if a shot presents it to you, to itself to you, you can't miss. You can't miss like you miss with AJ Green to open up the game against the LA Rams. Like you have to hit on those because this is the type and caliber of team that if the opportunity presents itself, if you miss on that, it's going to cost you. So Arizona Cardinals, I mean, this is just the margin for error against a team like the Colts is slim. And uh, we saw what it looks like against a team that sucks in the Detroit Lions. They even exploit that. Arizona Cardinals, I mean, if they're going to have a get-right game, they've got to play a near-perfect game. Yeah, and and let me um, let, let's just take a second here and pause where this feels like whenever the Cardinals lose – and I am not pulling back from my comments on Cliff Kingsbury. This is not what we're talking about. This is game to game. You know in fantasy football where you pick up a guy because he had a hot week the week before, and then you start him, and he has a bad week, and then you sit him, and he has a great week? That's kind of what we're doing here. We're kind of chasing our own tail with, because the NFL is so week to week, we're looking at the Cardinals from last week. There's nothing to say that the Cardinals can't come out and beat a team that they're more talented than on offense. The Colts are a one-trick pony, okay? And what we're looking at now is we don't know how many ponies the Cardinals have. We have no idea. After that loss, 12 points against a crap box team in Detroit, regardless who was on the road in the early time slot. They were playing uninspired football, but that doesn't mean that even without DeAndre Hopkins, they can't put up a 30-burger on this team. You know? So, yeah. That's just something that needs to be mentioned because, yes, it looks like the Cardinals are going to get boat raced on Saturday. But as I've tweeted and as we've talked about, the just when you think you've figured out the NFL, things happen. The Cardinals are still a 10-win team. They're still a top-four seed in the NFC. They're still leading the NFC West. Regardless of how bad they badly they've played over the course, including Kyler Murray, of course, since he got injured against Green Bay, they had two wins without him, and they played bad. Yeah, even in Chicago it was the defense. That doesn't mean that everything can't be righted on Christmas night, and we're having a completely different conversation post game. If if Kyler Murray gets back to playing like he did earlier this season, he takes care of the football, makes big plays. The Arizona Cardinals defense has the ability to turn Carson Wentz over enough for the Cardinals to win this game. Like, and and you're right. I mean, this is a team that if they execute, if they if they execute their game plan that they should be right there. Like, they should be right there. They could even win the game running away. But if they don't take care of the football, if they, get, if, if they give up, you know, a ton of pressure to Kyler Murray, 
and they're not able, and Carson Wentz is able to look like 2018 Carson Wentz, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be a long night. And and of course, you know what Jonathan Taylor brings. If the, if the defensive scheme, and I, and I read a bunch of articles on this, that the defensive scheme is willing to concede a couple big gash runs in the name of giving up, uh, not giving up big pass plays, then you better make those negative plays because they haven't been there the last couple of weeks. Like if, if that's going to be Vance Joseph, if you're going to live and die with that, you better live this week because otherwise it's going to be a long night and you're going to get embarrassed because right now, after what happened against the Detroit Lions, the Arizona Cardinals, it's it was a mockery. It was it was the they're the punching bag right now uh, of the NFL, and they 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 can they have the ability to write that ship. They really do. They can just they can write it off as a bad loss and maybe an eye opener. But they've got it. They've got to come and compete on Saturday night. What yeah. we think is going to happen? I, yeah, go ahead. I mean, just one. Let's put a button. On. I mean, we're going to go long. It doesn't matter. This is a, this is a big podcast. Like what Kyler? What you want to see from Kyler Murray is step up put your pants on and go win mm-hmm. an effing game, you know, yeah. like that you need to go win. And this is what he's done his whole life. We saw week one, his rookie year, that team go down cliff Kingsbury thinking he was going to get fired at halftime. And Kyler puts that team on his back. They go to overtime and there are Tremaine Brock interception, you know, bouncing off his chest plate away from them winning that game. His first game in the NFL, that doesn't happen with guys that aren't ready for the NFL level. He's gotten better. We've seen MVP caliber performance from him this year. Kyler Murray needs to go in under the bright lights and go take a football game and be the best player on the field for 60 minutes. That's what you need. You don't have to rely on the defense. Don't rely on anything else. Go put up 30 points against a good defense and win a football game and rewrite the script on what the Cardinals rest of the season is going to look like. I mean, that's what needs to happen or the Cardinals aren't going to win. Agreed. And the the wide receivers need to step up. I mean... If AJ Green was to blame for that that pick in the second half, yeah, figure it out, dude. Like, run the right route. I, I mean, it, it's 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 simple. There's the margin for error is gone now, so you have to go out there and run the correct routes. Guys like Christian Kirk can't continue to, you know. I know he had a good game against Detroit. He had a garbage time touchdown. He's got to show up when the game is is still in hand. Christian Kirk, I felt like kind of disappeared last year at this time. He's got to step up. He's a guy that's seeking a contract. And then on the defensive side of the football, I mean, th- those two pass rushers, you know, uh, you got an honorable mention or a, an alternate Marcus Golden. You've got a starter for Chandler Jones. I think a lot of people were surprised by the Chandler Jones, you know, Pro Bowl selection. Nine and a half sacks, five of those coming in one game. He's got to show that he's a Pro Bowl caliber player and, and create negative plays, maybe even get the ball on the turf from, from Carson Wentz come, come tomorrow. I mean, that's it's just... Their big boys, their stars have to play like stars against the team in, in order to right this ship as well, but against the team as talented as the Indianapolis Colts. What we think is going to happen, what we're going to predict is going to happen with the Arizona Cardinals and the Indianapolis Colts tomorrow, our players of the game and the predictions. We have the Arizona Cardinals pulling off W tomorrow night. We'll tell you. It's bet online though, that has you covered this holiday season for more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Football continues to march through the college bowls and the pro football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all your sports action this season. Head over to the website, receive your 50% welcome bonus. All you have to do is use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 50% on top of what you deposit. You put in 100 bucks, you get 50 free dollars to help build your stack. Yeah, it's our, it's our little gift to you. From hoops, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. 
It's bet online. It's got all the amazing offers for the remainder of 2021. And of course, in 2022, the new year. Bet online, the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of these amazing offers. Bet online, where the game starts. Man, so thankful for everybody that's tuned in this season. Uh, I mean, we've never seen numbers like this. I was looking at it the other day. Just look at in awe and uh, just grateful for everybody that's tuned in, who's uh, just kind of interacted with us on social media at Lockdown AZ Cards, at Clancy's Corner, at Bob Rack. And, uh, you know, we embrace the debate. We, you know, we, we like discussing this team. We like, uh, I, I like the fact that this podcast has two kind of contrasting opinions on what this organization needs to do in several key areas. Uh, when we start to break down this game, though, I think it's pretty pretty similar. I mean, we broke it down. You, you have to contain Jonathan Taylor in some capacity. I mean, there is a path to victory, though, Alex, where Jonathan Taylor could reach 100 yards rushing, and the Arizona Cardinals would be content with that, as long as it's not like 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns, that the Arizona Cardinals, you know, maybe he gets a couple big runs here and there, but if they're able to get this offense off the field enough and then can cash in offensively, I mean, that's the blueprint for the Arizona Cardinals and, you know, most of their victories this season. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, it's at the point now where it's like, do you even blitz? I mean, do you even blitz? Yeah. You just keep everybody, you keep eight in the box and make Carson Wentz throw the ball 35 times, you know? The only thing, the only little wrinkle to that is Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor, both excellent catching the ball to the backfield. Screen passes with fast guys, especially Naheem Hines, who's Chase Edmonds in, in open field. He's very tough to tackle. Um I'm almost wondering if you just completely tailback the blitz packages, unless, you know, it's 30 and seven or something like that, blitzable downs, where you keep everything in front of you, like what the Bills did against the Chiefs. You can throw underneath all you want. You're not getting the big play. Con- like, it's not directly correlated, but it's like, we're keeping Jonathan Taylor in front of us. Yeah. If that's the game plan, believe it and have, have Carson Wentz throw the ball 30 times. If Carson Wentz picks apart that secondary, that's a secondary's fault. That's not stopping the potential MVP, even though he won't win it. If Jonathan Taylor rushes 30 times for 250 yards and three <laughs> touchdowns, that's a problem with a game plan and not being and being too stubborn to think that your run defense, who's one of the worst in the league, can just change overnight against the best running back in the NFL. Right. When that's the focal point of their offense, let everybody else beat you, not name Jonathan Taylor. Right. That's it, as it, you mentioned. It, as far as their receivers are concerned, like they – Michael Pittman Jr. is an impressive wide receiver. He's not a wide receiver one. T.Y. Hilton days is being a wide receiver one or over. You should be able to match up with them in the passing game. Uh, you know they've got a, they've got what two tight ends that have made plays for them, but they're not they're not game wreckers. Mo Ali Cox right. and and Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle, yeah. Uh, you know I I think that you know, the pass game does not present. You know, I think that's where they can match up with them to where they can sell out pretty much with the run and a guy like Isaiah Simmons who can match up physically and athletically with Jonathan Taylor. And there's not a lot of linebackers that can do that in the league. He has to have a big game because you, if it's Jordan Hicks, he's going to look terrible. He's going to get owned. He's going to be put on you know, the, the NFL equivalent of a poster by a guy like Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. So Isaiah Simmons has to have a big game. He has to be you know, instrumental in, in slowing down this run. You know, when I look at it, this is game has gone from the Arizona Cardinals being a one point favorite to a pick them. Um, you know, I'd love to say that, hey, they they fix all their flaws. They fix all their problems. It's just to do it on the fly. Like they would have to somehow miraculously get back to neutral 
to take this game and, and play the perfect game that they need to 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 run, to get the W. It, it's it, I just they really have to play a perfect game, and is that that's might be asking too much at this point in the season with the injuries that they're facing and, and the caliber of of players that are coming in to face them. I I, I would really be shocked if if they came away with a win like they did against the Rams in week four, a game against Cleveland on the road, uh, you know, the, the, the second game against San Francisco where they just dominate. Uh, but so, so all that being said, I just, I don't know. I, 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 I wish that underneath the tree tomorrow, there's a, there's a nicely wrapped Arizona Cardinals victory, but I just don't, I don't know. I think I'm going to get some coal. You think so? Yeah, I mean, and again, this is <laughs> this is recency bias is a thing in the yeah. NFL. I mean, what we haven't seen any redeeming qualities from this team to think that they're going to win on Saturday. That doesn't mean they don't have one of the more talented rosters in the NFL with one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. You can talk about Matthew Stafford maybe should be getting the nod in the Pro Bowl over Kyler Murray, but all in all, I mean, when Kyler's been out there, he's been good. He's thrown some bad picks. Matthew Stafford, you know, has, has had a lot more help around him. Uh, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's not even fair. I don't know if he's had that much more help around him. Um, his connect, his connection with Cooper Cup is is superseding everything. It's the wide receiver version of Jonathan Taylor this year. Um, mm. I just want to see a game where it shows that they care. Like you know, they care. Okay, shut up. I know that they care. It, you couldn't see it in Detroit. They looked like they were deer in the headlights. We have everything to lose. No leadership. No nothing. If you see that again against a good team, they're going to lose by 30. Like, it's not – if you put out that effort against the Colts, they're going to lose by a lot of points. So what I want to see is some cojones, just some some fervor, some, hey, you can take the two seed in the NFC. What the hell are we doing here? It's not going to get easier. It's going to get harder. Show us you can play against difficult teams like you had in the beginning of the season. That's all I want to see, and usually when that happens – Wins come out of it. Yeah. When they, when they, when they go all out, when, when they're, when, when they're focused and when they kind of get, take their, their knocks, even against green Bay, where it's just like, they were losing that entire game and they were just like, all right, just give us a chance. Just, they make the goal line stand and then they go 94 yards and it looked effortless for the most part. I mean, there were guys all over the field making plays. It wasn't just Kyler Murray. It was A.J. Green. It was Chase Edmonds. It was it was guys all over the field making plays for this team. And you got to remember, DeAndre Hopkins really wasn't part of that equation, just like he's not going to be tomorrow. Um, you know, if they come out and they have energy, they can win this game. They really can. If they have energy and they and they have focus and they have a good game plan, they can win this game. And and for whatever reason, 29-28 is standing out to me. I don't know what it is. Is that is is it Looney Tunes? 29-28, I think, is is the final mm. score tomorrow. Do do I do I take the Arizona Cardinals or do I take the, the in an, a Christmas miracle? It's at home. You know, the, the Colts are the team that's on that's having a travel on Christmas. Are they gonna be the team that's gonna be a little bit aloof or are they gonna be the team that's gonna be more dialed in? I don't Just, know. I mean, also Quentin Nelson, if Quentin Nelson doesn't play, that that's a huge thing. I'm like it's what we're going to see with Quentin Nelson because he has in a uh, an illness that's not COVID related, I think. And then Rodney Hudson, we'll see. Like if Rodney Hudson plays and Quentin Nelson doesn't, I know they're not going up against each other, uh, you know, uh, directly right. or vice versa. Like that could be the tipping the tipping point. Twenty nine twenty. That's a weird score. Fourteen seventeen. <laughs> 
20. That's five field no, goals. No, 29, 28. That's what I said. Yeah, so f- that'd be five field goals for the team that has 29, unless there's a weird safety, oh. two touchdowns and five field goals. Um, I'll allow it. But I, yeah, that, I mean, that's fine. I think if you give Matt Prater a chance to win at the end of the game, that's you take that 100 times out of 100. Yeah. So if the Cardinals are up tw- down 28, 26, driving down, and you win it that way, fantastic. Um, I think the Cardinals win. Like, I think this is something that, regardless of wow. everything that we've said, I trust Kyler Murray more than I trust any other player on the 106 active players between the two rosters come, come Saturday. I trust Kyler Murray. Until he absolutely falls off a cliff, which I don't think is going to happen. We've had Steven Bach. We've had his trainer on. The dude is just different. He's different. And Jonathan Taylor's had a nice year, but it's one against 11 with a running back. You can stop a running back. It's like the Steph Curry defense when he was at Davidson. They just put three guys on him. They'll lose the game. Steph Curry will have four points because they'll be standing in the corner all game. You can do that. But Kyler Murray, it's going to take... Kyler Murray has a lot more help to combat the 11 players on defense and Jonathan Taylor does. So I'm taking yeah. Kyler and I'll take, I'll take 30, 24 Cardinals. If, if the Colts are in a position where they, they can't lean on, on Jonathan Taylor in like a final drive scenario, because obviously you're, you're pressed to throw the ball and in the, in the game is in the hands of Carson Wentz. I like that for the Arizona Cardinals. I like it a lot, especially when you can take the run out of the equation. And uh, if the Arizona Cardinals can come out, and, and run the game plan that they've done in so many of their victories this year where, you know, they play defense and then the offense comes out and, and it's it's a well-scripted, you know, first couple drives. You know, that's the blueprint. Um, you know, we'll see. I, I'd like to see them win a back-and-forth game. I haven't seen it really except for the Minnesota game, and that was on the missed field goal from Greg Joseph. So, um, yeah, you know, as far as who's going who's gonna to show up for the Arizona Cardinals, I mean, in, in a contest like this, Kyler Murray's in play. Yeah, Kyler Murray's in play. You can take it. I took him last week. I was wrong. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I think that Chase Edmonds has a big game in this. In this, I, I think Chase Edmonds. If this if this game is if this team's gonna get back on track, it's gonna be through their running backs. I hope Chase Edmonds. I think Chase Chase Edmonds can be big as far as being between the twenties and and really getting this team back on track as far as moving the football, which they did not do against Detroit. So. Kyler remains in play for you. Yeah, I'm going to take the offensive line as an entity. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. The offensive line is going to step up because they have to step up. Uh, otherwise, the Cardinals are going to lose this game. I think the offensive line are embarrassed from what they what they experienced last week. Even though it's going to be Quiddy Pay and Darius Leonard, etc. I think this team will step up offensively. You'll see a good game from DJ Humphreys. Hopefully, Rodney Hudson's back. Um, the offensive line is going to be the star of the offense on Saturday. That'd be huge. That'd be huge. And as far as the defense is concerned, I was, you know, I was I'm leaning towards Buda Baker, but I think a guy like Jalen Thompson can set the tone with a, with laying the wood on a guy like Jonathan Taylor. I think this Arizona Cardinals hits hard enough, uh, and, and is unlike a lot of the defenses that Taylor has faced so far. Um, you know, I mean, I know, I know the Patriots are hard hitting defense, but I like the Arizona Cardinals their their safety's ability to hit. I also like their corners' ability to hit. If they can set that tone, I like a guy like Jalen Thompson uh, for the Arizona Cardinals on Saturday. Um, like double-digit tackles. It's tough, man. 
when you have Zach Allen and Jordan Phillips getting 15-yard penalties on third downs, it's like you don't really trust the interior defensive line. Um, I'll say Byron Murphy shuts down Michael Pittman. I mean, I feel like I feel like that's going to be the one because if you can stop Jonathan Taylor by putting 200 players in the box, <laughs> it's going to be one-on-one on the outside. And Michael Pittman is a world breaker. Like you've seen it out of USC. We've seen it. It's been so Jonathan Taylor heavy, but he's got AJ Brown like numbers in him. He's not the same player. He's not a big outside guy. He can run all the routes. He's a lot faster, but uh, Michael Pittman is, but I'll say Byron Murphy to say yeah. on the back end. And in and a, and a guy like, uh, like Marco Wilson has to have a bounce back game. He just has to, um, I don't know if that's just the, the theory of insanity expecting different results. It's, he's a fourth round pick. It's late in the season. He's got to have a bounce back game. Yeah. I know he's out there. He's given the effort that he needs. He's just not making the plays. That has to change. You know, if he's he's, if he's matched up against the T.Y. Hilton or somebody like that, he's going to have to take care of a pretty crafty veteran. Hopefully that works out for the Arizona Cardinals because that's going to be huge because if, you, if you're able to somehow subdue Jonathan Taylor, you can't be giving up big plays in the pass game. That's going to come down to a guy like, like uh, Marco Wilson, like Jalen Thompson, like Buda Baker, and, of course, Byron Murphy versus Michael Pittman. Can't wait to see it. Everybody have a great Christmas uh, beforehand. Hopefully the gift of an Arizona Cardinals win is there for you. And uh, we will be talking about this game at halftime live right here. And, of course, we'll be talking about it after the game because uh, no days off. We're Bill Belichick, apparently. We got the Bill Belichick mentality. No days off here on Lockdown Cardinals. Thank you so much for a great year so far. Have a great Christmas, and we'll talk to you soon. Follow along on Twitter at Lockdown AZ Cards, at Bob Rack and at Clancy's Corner. We'll talk to you tomorrow.